Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Lowest Effect on Universal Energy Radio. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Can you hear me okay? Because I'm still doing the speakerphone situation. (laughs) Yep, I can hear you. Okay. Yay. (sighs) Here we are. (laughs) Here we are. I don't know what was going on uh, yesterday. I don't know what was going on planetarily, energetically. Um, but there's just a lot of, um, I don't know how to put it, a lot of displaced anxiety. I had to keep uh, reminding myself that everything's okay. Mm. I don't know what, I don't know. It's, it's past. I didn't wake up like that today because I was very mindful of uh, just containing um containing myself, but I don't know. I don't know if there's something going on. Uh, look, there's always something going on. When is there not something going on in terms of, right, the uh, cosmic weather or however you want to you want it, uh, put it, but uh, yeah, we, we have to, we have to uh, pay attention. I think that that's not so much about what's going to happen next, what's wrong, but I think it's more the way I perceive it, more of a cue to uh, stay in a close radius, not venture out too far, mm-hmm. limit who you're going to, right? Limit who you're going to be interacting with. Mm-hmm. Um, if something can wait to the next day, wait to the next day, just focus on... Um, what is lining up for you? And if you're not sure, just lay the hell. It was just all about laying low. Huh. Yeah, don't know why. But anyway, don't feel so much like that today. Yay. <laughs> but, um, yesterday was sort of like that. Um, yeah, so how's everything um, down yonder with y'all? <laughs> down yonder. Down yonder. Um, down yonder in the ATO. In the ATL, well, um, we've had a lot of uh, COVID, you know, testing positive for COVID. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely What's uh, going on? spiking here. And then, well, our we had met up with um, a few of our relatives on Sunday for dim sum. Right. Um, mm. I know. Well, Anna, mm, now um, I want some. Oh, I know mm. Anna's, oh. Anna's brother and sister-in-law are um, eventually going to be moving, and they wanted to see everybody. Um, so not everybody, but you know, because they didn't want a huge crowd of people. Um, they just wanted to do uh, you know quick dim sum, and uh, um, so you know we went and Anna's dad and um and uh his wife are are in town or visit they're staying at our house and so you know we Yay. all it was like eight of us there's like eight of us uh that mm-hmm. met up along with another aunt and uncle who they absolutely loved him some so they came well they're the ones that on this is on sunday on monday mm-hmm. apparently they weren't feeling good and they oh, went no. to, and got tested, and got, I guess they got the results the next day. Um, oh God! And they got they tested positive, but they both oh, had God. symptoms like right like the next day on Monday, whatever. Um, they had they started feeling bad, had really high fevers. Um, oh my God! And so by the time we found out, it was Tuesday. Oh God! And I guess that's when they got their results. They, I think they had to go to the doctor and they're like, yeah. So they got tested and they got the results. So so we're all like, okay. <laughs> there are six other people around them that we know of, you know, like on that Saturday, on that Sunday. Oh, um, my goodness. So, so, you know, we're all like, I mean, I'm, I'm low-key panicking, but, but the part of it is like none of us have any symptoms. Thank God. Um, so I was like, why, you know, we, we should probably go 
we should probably go and get tested. Yeah. Um, but then my um, my cousin, one of my my sister in law, was like, "Well, if if you get tested, you, have to, you should probably get tested again on Friday, because then it would have been five days from right your point of contact right. with them." Right. And I'm like, "Oh, well, I don't want to get you know." So we have some home tests here. Right. Um, but my my uncle and uh, and his wife Dina went ahead and took it, and they tested negative. Um, so what I said, I said, I'm going to go ahead. It's like none of us, like we're all like still not going out and about, but going out. So, well, you can't go out and about and have a mask. Um, we were doing a lot of uh, yard work and gardening type stuff. Well, they were doing a lot of it. Uh, so, so, and everyone's, everyone's feeling fine. So uh, I'm going to go tomorrow and get the PCR test. Not, you're not even bothered with a home test. Just do the, do the, um, that, that's do the PCR and then see, because, but yeah. And, you know, I, I texted uh, Anna's brother and sister-in-law, so they're aware. Um, but the, so I'm thinking that my uncle and my aunt got it uh, before Sunday. Right. Um, but uh, I'm like, all right, well, yeah, we'll just see what happens. And tonight is tonight is like supposed to be a big graduation party. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I already can't go. But um, yeah, my uh, my brother and sister in law are are seriously considering not going because, like, who else who else has it? Like, who else was there on Sunday? So it's just I wouldn't people. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't yeah. go to a big with 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 what just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think they will. Um, so we'll see. But so far, so far so good. But I'll, you know, I'll know for sure tomorrow um, yeah. or within 24 hours of whenever I do my test. Right. Uh, probably middle of the night, I'll find out for sure. But, um, yeah, so far everyone here is fine. Um, oh, thank God. But let's see. Oh. So good morning to our usual suspects in the chat room, um, Jen and Marguerite. And Marguerite says, um, my sister and her husband got it. Her husband got the pill, <laughs> but, right. she, but she couldn't take, she, but she couldn't because she takes heart medicine. She's 70. I didn't realize uh, there was a pill. Yeah, that's new. Hmm. But I don't know if it's, you know, or how severe the case needs to be, or what have you. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just glad. It seems like you guys are okay. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to do the right thing, um, and just uh, you know, amend accordingly. I mean, I, I would be very surprised if your result is anything but negative. Mm. Yeah, fingers crossed. If you're going to get COVID, this is a way to get it to like to be asymptomatic. That's true. Because, you know what I mean? If you're going to get it, okay, let's get it like this. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I, we had a scare earlier in the year, beginning of the year, after I did, I did, I had work out in a wine country. I did a, a wedding, transportation for a wedding, and then I, oh, I stayed, right. in, mm-hmm. stayed in an Airbnb and had invited um three of my friends to stay right. for that weekend. And the one who drove the furthest from Tennessee, she texted all of us and said, okay, I've started feeling really bad and I tested positive for COVID. So she said, you might want to go ahead and te- get tested. We're like, yeah, I guess we just spent, you know, two days together <laughs> in this, in this uh, Airbnb. So the three of us go get tested at different times, you know, and within the next day and a half or whatever. And, uh, None of us had any symptoms, and we all tested negative. So, hopefully, uh, that'll be the case again. But like, yeah, I I hope so. I had a um, had a wine tour scheduled for have it scheduled for Saturday, and I was on the fence about about doing it, um, because this was a repeat client of mine uh, from like two years ago, and uh, I'm like, "Eh," you know, I had I had already had somebody else lined up. 
not just in case of this happened, but I think we have, I had another inquiry. So, but I only have the one tour. Um, and I was really tempted to just take it, but I'm like, well, with this happening, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk them. So I just right. said, uh, I, I just went ahead and, and, and assigned it to uh, my, my other driver. And my client was like, oh, I'm so disappointed. You know, you, we won't have you as our driver, which made me feel good. Well, of but. course. I mean, who's going to wear that outfit? Who's going to wear that outfit better than you? <laughs> Stop. Her little driving outfit is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> so, I love so. it. She's got the news cap on. She's got the, the cute sweater. she got the pants tucked into the boot. Like, like, like they're going to go, like, you know, shooting clay pigeons and going to the box <laughs> I don't know what the look is. Thank you. I said, but I, you know, there's been a lot of COVID activity in the family, so um, I won't be able to get, I won't get definitive results until I test on Friday. And I just didn't want it to leave it up to chance that if it was positive, obviously I wouldn't be able to drive you anyway. Um, right. But I just, it was too close. I said, so I said, this is just, you know, precautionary. And she said, well, you know, Right. Thank you for that, and you know, and and hopefully it's a negative result. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that was the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I was. I usually don't make those decisions until Wednesday, but when we found out about it Tuesday, I'm like, no, that's just right. No brainer. I don't need to be putting anybody else at risk. Um, even if it's it is like, ah, oh, we've so fun to see them again, but. I'm like, mm. This is just ha- what has to happen. But I, I wasn't even going to think anything of it. I figured, you know, it's a, it's a holiday weekend. Maybe I'm busy. But but she had texted or she had written me and emailed me and said, oh, we sh- you know, we were hoping you would be our driver. She didn't request me necessarily, but <laughs> I guess she assumed that she would. So, eh, it happens. It happens. Um, we have a hand raised, and it's a okay. Georgia number. So let's look at this. It's a... 
and this is kind of like being vigil, being vigilant and mindful, which mm. is the most po- which is the most powerful way of like laying low. It's like what I was talking about at the top okay. of the show. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's like okay, just it's just being very aware of your immediate surroundings and the strength that you have accumulated um, in the last ten years is what, honey, that. That ostrich, they're they're selling. They're pretending that ostrich is is, is chicken and it'll be two pieces and a biscuit. That ostrich is gone. <laughs> that ostrich is gone. They, yeah, that's what they have. What's that place I like? Oh, Bojangles. They, they have a special at Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Bojangles in New York, anyway. Oh, so what? Y'all should have, well, when I did eat that, y'all should have one. It's really good. <laughs> I know it's good. I know it's good. I've had it, but I don't. They don't have it here. How can we support you today? How can we help you today? I was just calling to um to pick a message. Sure. Okay, hold on one second. Yeah, Liz. Liz got the Bojangles bug a few years ago when she visited, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, she was kind of been salivating. She got some uh, some of the seasoning. She bought some of the seasoning to bring home. Um, yes, I oh, did. Wow. Oh, yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am on the database. So, Tessa, you know the deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wow. The number with this message is one one one. Wow. Okay. Here is the message that you pick for yourself. When feeling the depth of depression in yourself or as an observer, step back from the prison of judgment and hopelessness and meditate on love. I'll read it again. Hmm. Right? When feeling the depth of depression in yourself or as an observer, step back from the prison of judgment and hopelessness and meditate on love. One, one, one. Thank you for picking that. We all need to hear that. That's a really good one. Well, you know, with these one one ones, all about being the the, the beginning, but also uh, the the portal of sorts of, of opening up a, a new a new level of understanding. So, obviously, the one 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 equals a three, and three is a divine number. It's also um, about this idea of understanding how energy is flowing. And using that to create something new, and this is pretty much all of what that is, it's, it's, uh, it's saying, okay, if anything's going to change something around, if anything is going to require my focus, this is, this is what I want it to be. And, and that is, in fact, the message I'm getting from this is that there, there, you know, in our world, there's always at least two sides to every situation, usually more, but at least two, two uh, opposing sides, like good and bad, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So when we, when we decide that, okay, if I'm feeling bad, then the flip side of that, of the same situation is the capacity to feel good. Um, Then why would you focus on something that you don't want? Um, Mm. And to be able to imagine and, and, and create something new, then focus on that. But the, the big part is seeing that it's all part of the same thing. It's just being able to shift your perspective because sometimes it's on one side, like on one side of, of uh, let's say, a wall. A wall is just a separation, but on the other side is something different. But if you remove that wall, you realize, well, that's the only that's the only demarcation because on this side and this side, it's actually, it's the same thing, but because, you know, whatever else is around it, it's, it's interesting. The kind of images are trying to show me. It's like, yeah. 
so you being able to, to choose and to, to, well, not just to choose, like I'm just choosing blindly, but it's more of, I know that there's something more to this than what I'm feeling right now. Because what, what I just, I didn't feel this every single day in my life. Um, sometimes you have to be aware that you haven't been, actually been feeling that every single day of your life. Like that's not, that's the situation. So this, this just looks into looking at a different way of focusing and choosing, but in your core, you have to know, like, it's kind of ties into a lot of different conversations we've had recently on the show, um, where there's a lot of doubt and uncertainty, and yet, if you work within, because otherwise you wouldn't be asking these questions, right? You work within, mm-hmm. within you is the capacity to understand and to hopefully to receive a better life. Most people can imagine a better life, but they don't imagine that it's true for them. Like it's just a fiction for them. And so our work, as we do our spiritual work, is to bridge that gap um, and to say, all right, and not to say, okay, I'm something crazy, 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 fantastical, but, um, but something simple like, like saying, you know, looking in the mirror and saying I love you, saying that to yourself. Some people, that's really hard to do. You know, it's hard to do. Without, without them crying, which doesn't mean that it makes it less real because you started crying. It just means it's difficult to do and to receive. But, it's, but it is within you because you wouldn't be able to come up with it if, it if it wasn't even within you to begin with. So there's a lot happening in that message. It's a message of hope, and it's a message of, of you understanding the choices that you make to stay within something for longer than necessary is still up to you. But it is within you to flip it. So, great message, though, man. Great message. Well, well, well said. I loved well. everything you said, Lisa. Thank you. You guys Please. are 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 strong today. <laughs> For real, <laughs> right? <laughs> I appreciate I'm it. Glad you, I'm glad you picked that. So, is that making sense? Like through your observation. It is. It definitely right. is, I don't like, think it's you um, feeling it, but it's more what you're watching, right? Yeah, it's definitely what I'm watching. And yeah. sometimes it's like, cause, you know, you get in the mode, like trying to visualize your life and how you see it's going to be and like really working with that energy and then like stuff goes on in the world. And that's why I was yep. trying to stay focused oh, and not like honey. getting swept up in all of it. Honey, I know what you're talking about. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's like just living in the eye of the storm. That, that's just. Mm. And and just and being and being and being grateful for for the basics and like and yesterday I like just tossed my my hands up in the air and I'm like you know what I'm not gonna make myself crazy about trying to control things that are out of my control and my job is to keep is to take the best care of my kids they're still with me and that's it. I'm not going to get myself crazy about, you know, uh, academics. I'm not going to make myself crazy because the world, does any of that matter? It's, uh, you know, I'm not going to speak the unspeakable, but with what's been going on lately, uh, yeah, let me not burden myself with that pressure because I'm already succeeding and keeping them uh, healthy and uh, well well taken care of. You know, because we will diminish yep. those things, right? We'll di- we'll diminish those core things, like what you're doing with TJ, right? What you know, you and I, single mom, mm-hmm. what we've been doing, and then like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna jump. I'm not gonna jump into that rabbit hole of like, well, it's not good enough, or I'm not good enough, or they're not. I'm leaving all of that because we don't know, except for for this moment and for this breath, clearly, and any remote part of the world as it has been demonstrated, anything could happen. Yeah. So why are we going to burden ourselves by trying to micromanage our consciousness when our consciousness is pure and divine and filled with inspired action? Why try to fix and, and overburden? We, we, we just got to step back. Yep. And, be in the grace, and be in the grace of the moment. Because otherwise, what does it matter? The parent that is, you know, on their kid who's in college about becoming an engineer or a doctor, um, and that's not what they want to do, 
and then the next day that that kid's at the wrong place at the wrong time and your last memory is fighting with your kid about their grade, sorry, no. You follow what I'm saying? And you know, it's just so crazy. It's the end of the school year. And, um, you know, like TJ, he's going to the fifth grade, but this past year I had to hold him back in the fourth grade because he just wasn't grasping, like, some of the concepts. I did the same you know, thing with Jeremiah. Sixth grade. I so, did the same thing. And so, like, you know, at the end of the school year, you know, you go to these award shows and stuff, and you see all the other kids, and that's something I had to be like, okay, Ted, like, slow down. Like, he, he finished this year out by himself. Like, he didn't need a whole bunch of assistance. And it may not have Good. been, like, on a roll or none of the other stuff right there, Who but cares? he finished, and Who he's cares? proud about going to the fifth grade. So I had to tell myself, you know, and he was like, well, I'm going to do and him himself saying he was like, you know, fifth grade is a new year. I'm going to do better. And, like, just come up with a plan with, you know, to help him get the extra assistance so he doesn't feel, right. you know, not not worried but about, how supported. about it, but how he feels about it. So, mm-hmm. like, definitely. So it's, it's been a – the whole educational journey has been <laughs> Tell me about it. One. Tell me but about it. I could, like, work at the board of that. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Oh, I know. Because if you don't go to bat for your kids, and you just, like, it just all honey, the stuff that goes on. You don't go to bat for your kids, they definitely won't. I got a file, uh, honey, I got a file, like, of Aaron Brockovich. Like, I got a file. I got <laughs> I got every piece of paper. Oh, no, because you have to. And, I'm, and I for communicate. And, and, you got, and, and the thing is, you're like me. I communicate. I communicate with the school. You know what I mean? Because there's so many parents that just don't you know, don't engage and, and, and just are leaving everything to chance with their kid. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not that parent, but I'm also not going to be the one that's all up in the school's business telling them how to run things, but just to have mm-hmm. a, healthy, a healthy means of communication so that they know that you're proactive and that you're conscious. But listen, uh, how old is TJ now? 11? He's 11. Mm-hmm. He's 11, right. So Jeremiah is turning um, 17, and, oh, wow, girl, we've been in this for a minute because TJ was a baby when, hello, back, yeah. back, back to the day. And Jeremiah was, you know, uh, a little kid. So and now at almost, at, now at almost 17, you know, and, and all the issues that come with that, like I told, I, I was in touch with uh, his counselor uh, yesterday, and I said, I can be gentle and firm because I am. I'm very gentle. I'm very firm. But at the, at the end of the day, uh, it's all about his free will. And yep. for his health and for my health, this is the approach that I need to take. And they, they appreciate and respect that because I guess I'm one of the few parents that really, you know, communicating and being very transparent about everything. I'm not trying to cover up. It's not about my ego. It's not my failure. It's not his failure. It's just where things are. And there actually have been these, uh, um, some people have sent me, and it's a very common, the fra- uh, it's a very common issue right now all over the country with the fracture uh, that's happening within the education system. Well, if, you know, kids been remote for, you know, uh, two years, over two years. Right. and then and yeah, it's, so there's a whole big thing called school. It's a it's a diagnosis, school refusal. Back mm. in our day, we called it playing hooky, but that they, now it's a diagnosis. <laughs> it's, a diagnosis. <laughs> it's a diagnosis now. I'm like whatever. So oh, wow. yeah, so I got all these I got all these articles. Did I read them? No. Do I have them in my email? Yeah, because if I need to like add to my Erin Brockovich file, I will. <laughs> but God has blessed us with with the school that's, first of all, it's a public school, thank God, but that's so progressive that they, that they get, and basically it's a progressive public school, and I think uh, 90% of the population of the school is brown. And so they get it, thank God. So it's all about caring in a holistic way, and it's all about supporting black excellence. And, and that, that's what we need to do. And we need to encourage and enforce that and not berate when the world is already 
you know, uh, under a microscope the second they walk out the door. And then that's before COVID, and that's before random acts of violence. That's just on a good day when you go outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know I don't have to explain it to anybody because, hello, who am I speaking to? But, yeah, but people don't get the, the fatigue. And there's a book uh, that came out called Surviving the White Gaze. Hmm. Yeah. That's that, crazy. Um, That's a, a term that in art um, that we, like a lot of the art was based off like the male gaze. So I want to look, I'm going to check that book out because it's a yeah, term use yeah. a lot of a, a very dear friend of mine who's a, a filmmaker that I've collaborated many times uh, with, who's, his name is Randall Dotton. He's a freaking genius. And he's just, I can't say enough good things about him. And uh, he had mentioned that book on Instagram a while ago, and I'm like, uh, and he just really highly recommended it. I'm like, you know what, I need to read this book. But it's called Surviving the, the White Gaze, and, and uh, I think it's, uh, not, just to make a little joke, not gaze, as G-A-Y-S, but gaze. <laughs> I was totally, I was like, I don't think she means it that way. Okay, okay. G-A-Z-E. That's another conversation. That's a nighttime show. Yeah. <laughs> but the gaze as in as in as in as in fair. But if but if my friend Randall recommended this book, I know it's a brilliant book because he's a brilliant he's a brilliant he's a brilliant man. And um, we're all about like all the projects we've worked on. It's all it's all about supporting black narratives and black excellence. So um, yeah, I adore him. But yeah. So we got to just keep it keep it bare down and simple, and and I don't want to add that energy of that Jeremiah isn't measuring up. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to do that yep. for him. You follow what I'm saying, right? Yeah, and, that's why and, I try to celebrate TJ on the things that he's he's super well at. Like he can build anything that's out of right. those. Like big things. So that's right. I tell I do, him yes. all the things he can get out of there. I agree. So. That's what we have to do. We have to work with the beautiful that's right there. And I always say, you know, you, you have, you, you're, you're this amazing, amazing thinker. You, you're fabulous. You're so much, fun, you know, but hello, meet me in the middle. Hello, meet mommy in the middle. That's all that. <laughs> okay, let's just do that a little bit. Cause she's all I too. All I, she is just one day, one day you'll see that she is human being. And it's, it's, it's painful when you see the potential. You know, and I'm just writing out, and I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, what? I yeah, actually, when I think about it, with all the anxiety, and I don't know, I'm just feeling the ripple effect of what's been going on in the world, or or I don't know what it was yesterday, and and then just being a little triggered with hit, Jeremiah promising one thing and then doing another, you know, which okay, whatever, it's kind of normal for a 17 year old. But I'm like, I gotta take this and not and, and move it through the ego of per, uh, personification, and really move through this as a means of of a spiritual practice. You follow what I'm saying? As a means of letting go. Mm-hmm. Anything that's triggering you to ha, to how do I use it as a spiritual practice to move through? So, like, you wanted a message today, Tessa. Obviously, it's for some sort of core issue, wound, whatever's going on around you. But to look at it as an opportunity for spiritual practice, then all of a sudden your consciousness has elevated it from a thing to an opportunity to move you to move you further into more expansiveness. I see because I have a feeling that this has something to do. You don't have to get into it. It's just what I'm picking up. This has to do with your ex, right? Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh Oops, there it is. <sighs> just, oh my goodness. Yeah, so we're not. So with the F, I just, I'm just, I'm just, what, this is what I'm getting. So with the F, <laughs> just, just be in observation mode. Observation mode. Observation mode. Okay. Be in observation mode, and then wherever you're being triggered, because you're being triggered for the gods. Okay. Wherever you're being mm-hmm. triggered, like, okay, this is a spiritual practice. How do I move through this to let it go? 
So not to sidetrack and not y'all. to avoid it. Huh? <laughs> I said that's why I love y'all because I hadn't said a word. <laughs> I was about to talk about that today. <laughs> wow. Good. Well, we love you. But how do I move through this to get to, to, to own it? See, we're always in resistance. But if you look at this like, okay, and it's painful. I mean, I was in pain yesterday. I got, I got through it. Yay. I got through it. And that's beautiful. But I knew I had to roll up my sleeves and, 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 and to move to just look at, look at the challenges as an opportunity to move through to the other side and to be that much more aware and that much more free. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I've been, I've been talking about this, this guy for weeks now, um, Michael Singer. Google him. Listen to his talk. Michael, Michael Singer. Singer. Michael Singer. Yeah, if Wayne Dyer and Ram Dass had a baby, it would be him. I, I, it's just the way that this man lays it out for whatever reason. It's been lining up. And I actually told my older son, who's 23, about him, and he thanked me the other day. He goes, Mom, thank you for telling me about Michael Singer. I've been listening to him nonstop. For whatever reason, how he explains how this all works is lining up. So I would be curious to see if that's going to help support you too, sweetheart. Okay. I'm going to definitely check him out. Yeah. But thank you, ladies, where it comes to the action being triggered, honey, just be, just observe. Put your lab coat on. Okay. Like your like <laughs> your goggles. Okay. And all thank is well. You, thank you. All right, beautiful. Love you, guys love you. so much. Love you. Love Take you. Care. <laughs> we have just like we've just watched we watched her grown up. She's all. I know. Up. Isn't that crazy? I mean, she's strength always doing, doing so well. Voice. Yeah, she's so strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stronger and wiser. Mm-hmm. And gorgeous and fierce and fabulous. And like her best days are ahead. A brilliant artist. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, there's um, gonna be some. There's gonna be some nice. I'm just getting this. Like in the there's gonna be a nice guy. Totally not her type. I know she's listening. She's like, oh, she's talking about me. Totally, <laughs> totally not her type, and probably from somewhere else. That maybe, yeah, down the road. I don't really do time, but I'm thinking more towards the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. I, I'm feeling that. So just take that, file it. But you know, don't be like, where's my man? Where's my money? Where's my? Because I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, but yeah, I kind of feel. Let me. I don't know quite a foreigner, but foreign to her experience. Oh. We'll see what happens with that. Tessa bless a mess Because <laughs> life is a mess of A at the end of everything because it's Tessa bless a mess <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, and my joke to add on to that, maybe it'll be a white gaze that she has to do. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, it's gonna be a yeah, maybe she's gonna have to be converting somebody. Yeah, she has to survive the white gaze. Yeah, yeah all, don't. I was like, girl, you know, makeover. She's like, no, wait a minute. She's like, no, I don't. I gotta survive that there. Surviving <laughs> the white gaze. That's funny. That's really funny. Take that any way you want. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! So funny. Love her. Anyway, glad she called. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And and so I'm. I guess you well, you know I don't really read the news or watch it. Um, but no, obviously no. stuff is going to come up yeah. on my feed, and so we're going to find out anyway. Yeah. Right. And um very upsetting. Yeah. And and so I think probably the biggest thing I saw was uh, you know I guess someone had listed all the school shootings in the US uh, you know I don't know since I don't know they mentioned Columbine so that's like the what the 90s or whatever. Yeah, um, it was 90s, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just a long long list. 
I know. I, I can't with the kids. It, it just triggers me to no end. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so, and this is something we've sort of, you know, every so often we'll, we'll go into the current events and, and, um, and to get beyond the, the usual, oh, this is a fight between people who think the answer is to, to put in, you know, well, obviously every school needs a bunch of secured you know, armed guards, you know, security people um, to shoot back. Um, and that seems to be, yeah, that, well, you know, that's, that's like uh, what we're kind of used to um, with a, with right. a country that's used to like, well, if, if someone messes with you, you gotta, you gotta push back harder and, and show that we have, we have more resources. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's, so that's been the mentality and that's not just us, obviously it's a, it's um it's the way the the world has been for a while and, and I think as we're shifting we're realizing again like with what I talked about earlier with the with the one 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 and the visions I was just getting where it's it's right. it's a different perspective of the same situation like cuz it's all it's all connected it's all one and as you separate right. some things out you start to say oh well this has the potential for this and so when we talk about like divine masculine and divine feminine um, there are mm-hmm. times when you when you uh, when you pull on that mascu- masculine energy to do to get things done uh, to build something that requires a lot of a lot of great strength perhaps um, and then oh you know say you pull on the divine feminine when you're having to birth a new idea um, yeah <laughs> when you need to be able to, to cultivate it so there's there's different aspects within us. And I think this is why this rise of the divine feminine, not to the exclusion of the masculine, but to bring it back into a, a better balance. Yeah. Um, and it's like kind of big picture, big ideas, but it it can be applied to everything. So even with these shootings, and obviously the the um, the effect and the you know the fact that it happened with kids. Uh, that oh. you think that would be enough? I mean, do you think that the natural uh, tendency right. is to protect your mm-hmm. to protect your right. young? Um, yep. And you know, I see I see it with within my own household with the four kittens and the the kitten mama, right. who was fierce AF and is yeah is you know and, and the thing is, so in her perspective, we have two dogs right now in the house because my um my uncle brought his dog Daisy, who's a huge bear basically. Um, but she she just was is very she she loves cats, you know she loves little oh, kittens. Oh, nice. But she's also ginormous, <laughs> and you know has a really heavy paw. So you know, paw probably is about mm. as big as the as the cat as the kittens. But our cat Emmy wants nothing to do with it and puffs oh, yeah. up and, you know, is, is just ready. So here's uh, Daisy's a dog. Daisy is just like just wagging her tail, you know, and wants, wants nothing more than to just touch noses with these little kittens. But now the kittens are, are, are doing their thing as well. They're acting just like their mom. They're puffing up as, as, as they could, <laughs> as big cute. as they can. <laughs> Cute. They're hissing. They're hissing and spitting. And they're, so they're trying to make themselves as big as possible. And so this is how it's oh, played out. So but here, here's the thing. You know, Daisy just is just wants to, you know, give them a big lick, you know, like, oh my God, you're so cute. Right. And, and they're right. like, I'm going to, I'm going to cut you. And they probably could. They have <laughs> really, gang. really sharp. So uh, it's it's this, but that's you know that's cats and dogs. You know, and right. well, that's actually cats because a dog is usually most dogs will be like, oh, it's a cat. But she uh, she's just curious, wants to wants to love on them, and is like, how come I can't? How come I can't do that? <laughs> I've been trying all week and I can't do it. But but you know the uh, the cats have have ventured down a little bit and just, you know, they're, they're getting a little bit more comfortable. So it's just a matter of time. If, if Daisy were to stay here a lot longer than maybe, but um, what it was down to, uh, as I was looking at this whole situation is, you know, how are, how are we, how are we dealing with these types of conflicts? 
um, in our in our family home in in, in what we in, in the environment that we grew up in. So, I would say a lot of our issues stem from the fact that we don't know <laughs> we don't always know different ways of how to how to communicate or how to how to deal with disagreements or how to say I'm hurting. Um, Cause if we, if we tie in a big thing with, with mental health and people who can get guns, um, if we were to look at the, just a clinical diagnosis of mental health in our country, I, I imagine most of us would probably fall under some category of, yeah, we got an issue. Oh, all day, all day, all day, <laughs> you know? all, day. all day, every so, day. Yeah. So we've, we've, um, we've, grown up in an environment that obviously has a lot of different issues, a culture that has a lot of issues. Uh-huh. And, and, it, and it's, it's been hand down, handed down from all these other cultures that have also had an influence. Um, and we still haven't gotten any better at it. And I think when we look at it, because I looked at that list of all the different school shootings. Um, oh. And then I, you know, and then you hear the, the tidbits of other countries who have dealt with issues like that, like Australia. And again, not that there isn't any violent crime that happens in Australia. They just don't always happen to the same degree. Well, maybe we don't know, maybe because they don't report it. I don't know. But um, it, it's just, it's almost like the U.S. is like this open book of it. If anything is messed up, it's going to happen here. <laughs> and we're part of America. In a sense, I mean, you know, again, the things that it's, I, 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 it's like so much stuff happening. Like even you mentioning this book about, you know, surviving the white gaze, which I don't even know all of what that means necessarily, but I'm assuming that it's because it has to do with art and art has well, such a big influence. Well, it's about that, it's about color. It's about it's about being being not not being white and then and then well, having, you know, yeah. Yeah, and, and so so you only have one particular type of perspective, right? Um, a, a story and a storyline or storylines are pretty much the same. Um, and so yeah, so you don't when you get something different, it's like well, I, I don't like that. And just because the majority doesn't get it because it's not a they majority perspective, they the don't they don't different. understand it, and they're not and they're, they're not, not going to appreciate the work. it. Right. Right. Exactly. So mm-hmm. so. Yeah, so it all ties in with this ability. We always talk about you know, critical thinking and and um, being able to question things and 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 you know ask these things. But not everyone has that um, has that reinforced at home. So right, I think it. I brought it up again when we had a little is, a little a big issue with um, um, like you know say men being able to get away with saying whatever about women or doing whatever uh who was mm-hmm. it the the college kid that was uh mm-hmm. had raped a couple of mm-hmm. college you know, yeah they were drunk and he got right. like, a slap on the wrist basically yeah um right that former guy yeah i know who you're talking yeah. about yeah mm-hmm. um so like these are these are things that obviously doesn't make any sense um no. But even his father was like, you know, why would, why, don't punish him. He has, you know, like his, his whole life ahead of him. He made a mistake. Like it was just that big of, you know, you know well, just don't. Right. It's so dismissive. There wasn't anything about, what about, what about these women? Right. Um, and so it, it, the, the, these are the big imbalances that are happening. And, and I think it's going to, obviously it's, it's been messy. It's been super messy. Um, uh, but as we look at it, like, you know, there are things in our family, in my immediate family, we, when we got mad, we didn't talk to each other. We just shut down. Right. And you don't think that that's not going to have an issue or play a big role in how we do or do not communicate and how we affect mm-hmm. other people right. as we become adults. And that's just not saying anything. Now, what right. about the ones who are saying things and, and it's an anger and it's a lot of yelling? So then there's that, mm-hmm. you know, then there's so we see how these things play out. And it doesn't mean that when it happens, because you you don't you do the best you can in your in your childhood. But as you as you grow older, when you start noticing maybe other ways of being, I think for me, it was seeing some of my office mates. I had to share a, an office with um, one of them. She's a good friend of mine. Um, 
And I realized, wow, you know, when she talks to her parents, something small, like she said, she always said, I love you at the end of the conversation. Right. And, and I mean, it was so foreign to me because I never said that to my parents. <laughs> right. Know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yep, yep. Like, I'm like 25 years old, you know, or 20 something years old. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yep. Did you yep. say that? Is that someone you're dating? Like, what is that? <laughs> right. No, but, I know. I, I get that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it, and so it, it it's, so it's even these little things. So it was a, it was a revelation to me. I'm like, well, why, why here I am asking her, why, why would you say that to your parents? I'm like, oh, duh, because it's her parents. Um, I'm like, well, why don't I, why, why am I not saying it to my parents? It's because it was never said to me on the phone. Oh yeah. Honey, you I know? can count um, probably on less than two hands. How many times my mother said, I love you to me. Right. Yeah. I right. get it. Yeah. It's crazy. It just wasn't done. Right. So I started saying, I love you. And it, and I wasn't oh, always, <laughs> I wasn't always, it wasn't always it's a reply never the Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. I'm like, oh, is this thing on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to, if, tip, don't forget to tip your server. I'll be back right. next week. I was like, yeah, yeah. forget about it. Tough, it. tough crowd. Tough crowd. And it was, I think, even with my dad, it was like, he would kind of do this, like, uneasy, nervous chuckle, like, oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's like, it's like that dreaded thing, like, you, you're, you know, you're, you're with somebody, like, you're, you're in a relationship, and, and, like, the dreaded thing is, like, say I love you, and then you, you hear it, that's nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> Or you hear thank you? No, like right. I, I will never be the person to to initiate that. I could feel it, but I would never be the one to say it first. Maybe because of you know what you're talking about now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like because it's parallel. Yeah, you're not used to getting that, or or you said it because you you become you know more conscious in that space. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you're, and then you're not going to even get it from like you know a parent, or it's going to be awkward or delayed or stalled or whatever. Then you're going to go out of your way to be bold enough to say it to somebody who's not your family. Well, here's nope. the thing. I mean, with with all the practice I got, because I start, I kept started saying it, and yeah, you know, I had to adjust. Like, okay, it's it's weird for me to say it. It's probably even weirder for them to hear it. Yes, and then right. to figure out. Well, of course I love you, but do I need to say it? So I think, right. um, obviously, well, at one point I was in person. I said that to my dad. I was giving him a hug, and he said he did the same nervous, oh, okay, oh, pat on the back, and I, and I held on to him. I said, I said I love you. <laughs> oh, good for you, girl. I'm and, good for you. Wow, and said, bold. And he said he started laughing. He's like, well, you know, I love you too. I said, I know, but it's good to hear it. And I said, sometimes it's Good even better you. to say it. So, Good for you. Yeah. Wow. And it was just one of those, like, well, I, I said, I love you. So, because I know he loves me. Of I know course. he does. I know you they know love they me. love you. They just don't know how to say it. Right. Right. And so, but the, so the verbal part of it is, is important. So years later, fast forward years later, I, I do say that to someone I'm dating. And I knew it through, I knew it through her off. And, but it didn't phase me. I mean, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. If that happens, it happens. Wow, you are brave. <laughs> but but it's one of those like, um, you know, we're good about. Well, I don't say we're good about a lot of things, but sometimes when it's when it's a difficult thing to say, um, or a difficult subject, it's hard. But even when it's something when you're so happy, like, oh, I, I don't even I don't even think about mm-hmm. it. Like if I'm feeling happy, I'll tell you. I'm feeling yeah. happy. And, and nice. you know, what you do with it, if it makes you uncomfortable, obviously I've had, I've had experience with that with my own parents. Like, mm, that makes me uncomfortable. But it's just because it's just not what they've heard. And can you imagine how many, how many people haven't heard that? I know. It's crazy. A simple, you know, it's not so simple because it means something. But it's right. just saying I love you. And we, say, we can say yep. it to our pets. We say it to our pets. Right. Uh, and we assume it's unconditional. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, then they scratch you. But, you know, whatever. They, I think they still love you. But, um, you know, it's right. It's something it's that interesting. It, it, yeah. it brings up a lot of stuff. It does. It's just generational. Saying, yeah. That's just saying mm-hmm. I love you. It's cultural. I know. And generational. It is cultural. It so is. These are, Absolutely. And, we, and then we wonder, you know, when someone doesn't know how to how to express themselves, they take it out on a bunch of people. You know, I mean, I'm not oh saying that that's, that's the no, best no, no. answer, yes. but that is, of course. That, that is mm. fundamentally, these are, these are issues that we're having to deal with. So 
I, I'm not saying that, oh, yeah, you know, the government means – because the government is made up of the people who also don't know how to do this. We have to mm. do it. Like our yes. families. Oh, my God. It. Yes, ma'am. That's, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and then you saying that, it's really interesting because no matter what's going on with me and my kids, um, mm. many times a day we tell each other, I love you, I love you, I love you, all the time, yeah. all day. Yeah. All day. So you're right. Like, I, yeah, you just made me realize, like, oh, snap. Okay. You always want, you know, to, to, to leave your kids better than, than, than you. They mm-hmm. were raised with, I love you. All day. I mean, mm. uh, we say to each other all day. So thank you for reminding me about that. That Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, we need more, way more of that. Go ahead. Well, and so this is. You know, again, I'm, I'm, this is a, my number, my big number for, for me is the number six, and that is about the family and about, about personal mm-hmm. love and about being able to share mm-hmm. that. And so mm-hmm. that is, you know, not to say love is all you need, but it sure as hell is important. And what, what and else is there with all this mess? What else the is more, there? Exactly. And so oh, the more sorry. we're able to not so much put the blame on a system, um, mm-hmm. you know, outside of ourselves, that is supposed right. to be representative of us, and so they are representative of us. We need to be coming up with our own solutions, um, right. and and not about let's let's arm everybody in the world to shoot back in case someone shoots at you. Um, right. You know that that's an extreme. Um, so yeah, that was my little soapbox for the day. Uh, uh, stay tuned for my no, talk. Well on. said. <laughs> but, Send your donations uh, to Alexa right. Lisa for. For a town crier. <laughs> yeah, the outfit. The outfit that you wear for the the outfit that you Stop. wear to drive for the what you can wear I'm not gonna get you a bell. I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate you. Even though I don't live I don't live I don't live in the state of Atlanta of uh, state of Georgia. Even though town yeah. crier is not really something you vote for, but of course she's gonna know. She's gonna know that you don't both think about Cryer because she knows these things. But you got the um, outfit. That's all I care about. Okay. I'm, gonna buy, I'm gonna get you a bell. I'm gonna get you I a bell. I will. Let's see. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm in the. I'm in the chat. So I know we have the last couple of minutes. I want to say thank yes. you to uh, to Jen. She had picked um, a tarot card for everyone today, and it was a page oh, of nice. swords. A Ooh. page of swords, and she said, uh, "You will be revealed." You you will be revealed truth and relieved by it. This is uh, this all is only temporary. Page of swords. Oh, good. And then Raven okay, had said, you. "Yeah, thank you." Raven had said, "My husband talked with a man he works with and said his daughter graduated and is going to be a grade school teacher." He continued to say, "I thought I would never be afraid of my kids being teachers." Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I know that's yeah. what that. Thank you. It gets us to the core. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We gotta turn we gotta turn this consciousness around. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just too much. Too mm-hmm. much. And that's why doing this train wreck of a podcast is always so the best show ever. Important. The best show ever. The best, the best, the best show ever. So prof- <clears throat> professional. Um run by professional. But the thing Not- but the point <laughs> But the but the point being is it, this has been a constant for almost twelve years now, and all the chaos that has happened in the world, and this is living in the eye of the storm, and to support and to increase and expand consciousness, because we need our anchors that ground us. So, I mean, it's 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 always so important that we do this for as mm-hmm. long as we're you know we're able to do it. Um, it's so important and it's with such humility and gratitude, especially chaos. So find your own eye of the storm, the I am of the storm, because that can't be touched. It's the purest part of yourself. Mm. So on that note, it really is. And that's what we have to anchor into. That's why nature, I guess maybe that's why I'm so drawn to nature because it's so mm-hmm. pure. It's, it's impervious to the chaos. Maybe that's it. Maybe I, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm like a fish out of water. I'm like a lunatic, but I'm like, oh, my God, tree, sun. What, what is that, a coyote? Ah, don't kill me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Anyway, but it's so worth it. 
if you guys need to hold, get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. We are scheduled to be back on the air this coming uh, Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Stay safe. And I mean that in so many ways. And take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and two brighter days ahead. Love you so much. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Yeah.